it trickles down and it has an effect on the perception the customer has right. of you. We're doing brand versus marketing. And is it really like an actual thing, right? Because there's, once again, there's a lot of talk about in the industry of marketing. There's two camps uh, and there's one in the middle that's like, it doesn't matter. Um, brand or marketing, which came first, which one kind of dictates the rhythm of what you're doing as an organization uh, in terms of promotion, communications, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so I have some very, uh, I think for some marketers, it's kind of controversial. Um, I think in most B2B companies, what happens is brand just gets defaulted into marketing. Yeah. Because they think brand is just kind of this fluffy thing that you add on top of marketing. It's how you promote yourself. It's the right message, the right look. And all of that is really is, if you think about it, having the right messaging, having the right look yeah. is a marketing thing. And so it's the, it's the promotion yeah. of marketing. Yeah. Right? And it, it makes the marketing, like, I think most people think of branding as it makes the marketing better or look nicer or everything is, is consistent. And so right. that's brand, which is, it's an important it, thing, right? It, Consistency. It in terms of visual and verbal expression, we've been talking about this a lot. Right. Consistency well, even is important. this is even on our website, like Lucid Press did a, a re or like a study and found that if you are consistent with your tone, voice, look, color, you know, the, the general feel of your brand across every platform, that will increase revenue 23% just by being consistent, doing nothing yeah. else. So it is a, it is a very important part of marketing and branding, but I think what happens is when it's confined to marketing or when it's owned by marketing, I should say, right. it tends to be confined to marketing. So mm -hmm. when branding is owned by marketing and run by marketing, it gets confined to marketing. So, yeah, you know, you know, my, my point of view on this, I guess, and I'll be able to, to explain it better later, but mm -hmm. if I were to play devil's advocate, that would make sense, right? Because, and I'm saying this because marketing for the most, for most people, for the most part, it's like when they say marketing, they mean promotion, right? Like there, even though there's like four other, like there's three other P's, even sometimes seven, we say seven P's of marketing, right? Cause there's, there are others that added to, to the, the marketing uh, piece. Right. right? Um, and it makes sense. It would make sense at least to put brand under in a way, marketing if you see it as promotion right. and that's it well and and to be honest like before i started shift i was head of marketing for a b2b company and brand was my responsibility right. so it, it was like i've been on that side <laughs> where brand is owned by marketing it's the marketer's person or the marketing team's responsibility to yeah. build this brand figure out your messaging your color your style all that kind of stuff yeah. but that's where, like, like you said, when you only see brand as something that is promotional, yeah. then it, it's actually very limiting. And so I see, like, for instance, a few months ago, I did a post on LinkedIn. It's in my feature section if you guys want to check it out. But it's basically brand is not a marketing tactic. And I kind of did a, a rough org chart where it was yeah. CEO, CBO kind of off to the side, and then all the rest of the C-suite. Yeah. 
And there were hundreds of marketers that were like, this is a joke. The CBO, the, the chief branding officer is not a thing, which, you know, Sassy Jason, I went searched for a chief branding officer on LinkedIn, found thousands of, of people with that title, grabbed yeah. the link, put it in. It was like, it's imaginary, right? Here's a, a thousand people with that title. Right. But, um, when it's, when it's seen as promotion, mm-hmm. it never, it never reaches what a brand fully is. And I think the problem is most people don't understand what a brand or a brand strategy or even what branding, like yeah. those, those three different phrases, they don't understand what those are, which then means yeah, it, it makes sense to keep it under marketing if you don't see brand as anything other than promotion. No, yeah, that's true. But like, so you're you're saying brand is over marketing. Yes. Okay. Because I would think, for me, it's always tricky because I am a brand strategist or brand consultant, however we want to call it. And so I do want to want to say that, uh, but I don't want to be the guy that's just like you know. I'm that brand strategist. So of course, yeah, brand is over marketing and like dictates everything, but I can't help but see it that way. Right. Uh, so I'm contradicting myself once again, um, full of contradiction, by the way, of course, <laughs> as you know. Um, but, and, and I did, like you mentioned the post you, you did on, on LinkedIn. And I, I had one too, where I wrote an essay actually, and it's from an essay I wrote on our web for our website. And it, it's about the position of, of brand in the business, in the organization as a whole. And yeah, that, that post kind of blew up a little bit because of, um, of my take on right. it. And it's based off of, uh, an organizational chart that John James made. Uh, he's a pretty well-known guy on LinkedIn. He's a very seasoned growth strategist. So thanks again, John, for like, uh, providing kind of that, that source of, of that is that inspiration. Um, and yet in that, in that chart, on that chart, I did put brand before marketing. Mm-hmm. And especially if you think about it, you know, considering what we said before, when you see marketing as promotion, shouldn't brand be over marketing because it dictates, it gives you some of those guidelines of right. design and of voice uh, so if you, it's almost like if you see marketing as only promotion, maybe it doesn't make sense to have brand under it, but brand should be over it because it's the guidelines. It's the directions, right? Strategic plan of how we're going to express and how we're going to promote and market in terms of promotion, the company, right? Um, on the chart though. Yeah. I, I do, uh, also put the product price in place. On, amongst other things, of course, with the company, people, HR, sales, all of that stuff, and it's all interconnected. Um, but brand, to me, towers over them because uh, it needs to have, at least, at the very least, it needs to have a say in how things things are running, right? right. Because it is uh, the customer-facing side of your business strategy. Well, and that that's the point I think most people miss. Like, yeah. When I've talked to B2B marketers, when I was a B2B marketer myself, um, I th- or even as I talked to B2B founders, is their understanding is you've got marketing, and then underneath there is the, you know, the four Ps and brand. Right. And and I think what happens in this conversation is there's, there's two sides to it. There's the realistic side. Like most companies are not going to hire a brand team 
and a marketing team. They're going to hire a marketing team. They're going to hire a CMO because that's more well-known than a CBO. And they're going to say, oh, we need to do brand. So let's have the the marketing team do that. Let's put that under the the CMO. And so in a realist, like in an ideal world, you would have the CBO. In a realistic world, I understand where companies put it under marketing. However, I think when you do that, as I said earlier, it confines it to marketing. Yeah. And so when you see, when you don't see brand as the customer facing side of your business strategy, mm-hmm. then yeah, you are going to stick it under marketing. Yeah. But when you understand what a brand really is and what brand strategy actually does for your business, like when you understand it, you look at it and you say, yeah, why would you stick this under marketing? Cause it's not a, it's not a marketing function. It's a business function. And business so function, I like that. And, and I've, I've said this in, in a few posts before it's like brand actually dictates everything. It should dictate mm-hmm. sales, how you're selling yourself, what's in your pitch deck, how you're doing outreach. What are the, what's the message as prospects are coming to you? It dictates sales. It dictates yeah. operations. What should be the standard operating procedures when someone, you know, wants to return something or they're not satisfied or even thinking onboarding and offboarding, what, what is that experience you're going to give them? Yeah. That's brand. Yeah, when you think, when yeah. you, even when you think like product, mm-hmm. what are we putting out there? What's the service and all of that. And then obviously like customer service and then marketing, like all of that is a part of brand. And when right. you don't see it that way, you can, mm-hmm. you can find it to marketing. And what, and I have yet to meet a company that has given their marketing, their CMO or their marketing department, the authority to go to product and say, Hey, this is what we've actually seen. I know you want to develop it this way, but this isn't the way to do it. Most marketers don't have that authority or to go to operations and say, you know, especially if you're in like manufacturing where a lot of the business is operational, Mm -hmm. you as a marketer, you don't go there and be like, Hey, we need to invest in new equipment because we can increase the quality this much, which is then going to increase our yeah. perception. Like most marketers don't have that authority even to go to yeah. the sales team and be like, you guys need to change your sales tactics to this. It's usually sales coming to marketing being like, you need to change marketing because we need more leads. And so right. it's this upside down backwards function when Thinking, you leave yeah. brand in, in marketing, at least yeah. that's my, and my understanding. No. And for people listening, I think uh, it's important to notice that, we did say customer facing side of the business strategy, but then we also mentioned operations and onboarding, right. offboarding. Those things, it's actually the the trickle down effect. Those things are internal uh, functions, I guess, and in, in tactics and, and um, how yes should I no. say it? Like functions. Uh, yes and no, exactly. Because that's my point. It's It trickles down and it has an effect on the perception the customer has right. of you. Not, not everything does, but... Most of it does, right? Right. How you conduct business, how you how you create synergies between departments, how they all pull at this in the same direction to create that perception and to hopefully, once again, like engage more more future buyers, uh, keep the ones you have that are loyal to you, uh, keep them happy, uh, have them come back, and just mm-hmm. like be chosen once again over the competition. That's what that's what it's about, and that's to me. Once again, you consider marketing as only promotion. Um, that's not gonna. That's not gonna bring you any anywhere. Basically, what you did mention 
uh, one one thing I wanted to ask is you did mention I have yet to see a marketing team that has the authority to go to product, go to operations or, or production or whatever. Now, that's almost unfair to me because of the way it's been trending and it is still trending in terms of, and we've said it before in, on this episode, marketing is seen as promotion mm-hmm. for most people. And so obviously for them, they're like, what are you doing in like the, you know, product engineering department or whatever. Right. It's just go, go like design a flyer and right. go and go write the copy for this new commercial. Right. So there's, it's, I guess for me, it's a give and take a little bit, but definitely brands should like tower over other, other, other function. Mm-hmm. So it can properly function as an actual asset right. for your, for your entire organization. Now you did mention something with, um, um, your previous role mm-hmm. that of course you, like you were hired to be a marketer mm-hmm. and you did end up having brand responsibilities. Now, Kind of makes sense, right? right? In terms of like how the size of your business, right? Yeah, and and I think so. There's before I jump into that, there was one other thing I wanted to say about what you were saying. Um, when you when you understand that every time a customer or prospective customer touches your business, mm-hmm. leaves a perception, right? You know, so it, we call it brand touch points, and I think some people they they get that understanding, but they don't fully. They don't fully realize how deep this goes. And I I think I've said this on another podcast, but like if you have a physical location that people are coming into and you look at the garbage cans and they're overflowing, that leaves a perception and maybe not for everyone, but that garbage cans make a comeback. I know. Right. (laughs) But, but like if I was to walk into your, your office space and it's dirty, what is, what's that perception? And so when you think about it, even janitorial, leaves an impact when people walk in, you know? And so if you're, if I walk into your office space, your conference room and it's dirty or there's garbage piled up in the corner, let's not even use garbage, but like if you don't have enough storage and you just have boxes in there because you don't have enough storage, that tells me you guys are unorganized. And if you're unorganized, can you really handle working with me? And people don't, they don't understand that like every single time that they pick up the phone and the receptionist is like, what do you want? Like that leaves an impression and that should be the job of the brander to go through kind of every single touch point and craft it and create it and say, Hey, yeah. Like when people, uh, and I, so in my, in my previous role, like swinging this back here, Mm -hmm. I ended up being marketer, brander, interior designer, event planner, like even yeah. furniture buyer, all of that stuff. So because I have, I have news for you. Oh boy. You were actually just a brander. I was. Not just in that, in the sense of like only a brander, but over anything else, above anything else, you were a brander. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I, that's what I usually tell people is I was hired to be a marketer, but I'm actually a brander. Yeah. But I know I know marketing as well. I know direct response. I know email, like all that stuff. But so they understood like we, we would be bringing in leaders and CEOs and, and VPs of engineering of like multi-billion dollar companies. And it was like, 
we need to make a good impression. So it was like right. we looked at the entranceway where the the check-in spot was, and it's like, okay, how do we make this look better? What can we do? What can we put on the walls? What what kind of rug should be on the floor? Like when we, they built their innovation centers, like how should we lay this out? What should we be thinking about? What they even came to me like, what are the colors we should put on yeah. on the walls? Because even color leaves an impression, yeah. you know. And so when you think about brand as just marketing, you don't always think like, well, I also have to be the interior designer and figure out what light pendant should we have yeah. and and what should the color on the wall mm -hmm. be and where should the logo be placed and should we have lights behind it and, you know, should we have a, a check-in station or like you don't necessarily always think of that when yeah. even, even if you do see marketing as the four P's, you don't necessarily think of marketing as interior design. Yeah. But when you think of brand, you do think interior right. design. But, well, that, that's the thing I was going to say is to be fair, there are marketing teams out there and marketing people that do all of this, take oh, yes. care of all of this. And part of me can't help but say, yeah, because that's, you know, that's marketing. And so what is brand on top of that? And like we like we've been saying, it's just it's important for brand to have this this buy in of a lot of different departments when marketing doesn't. Right. It's almost like if you're marketing, if you're average size, small to medium business, and, and you only have one guy that does marketing, he should be doing branding right? Uh, more than marketing in a way, like yeah. you did at your, at your old, older job. Um, if you have a decent size, you have your marketing team working on those things, that's great. Like you, all you need is that CMO or that CBO that's gonna like, figure it all out, tie it all together and have that, that power in decision-making and uh, initiatives to right. do things differently. And like you mentioned, all the things you mentioned, interior design, colors, images, whatever it is, uh, I can list all of them. Right, Cause, right. Cause I stopped listening to you for a while. Uh, oh, I, I, I know out, you did. You know? <laughs> like, um, it's all of those, those things you mentioned, it's are the brand dimensions. Right. And they're typically how you activate the brand mm -hmm. and the and the strategy you have that plan that we discussed before because you research your customers your opportunity for growth your your market and how you can be different and then you go into okay how do i make this real and how do you make it real is you have those dimensions um it's people it's your people it's mm -hmm. your environments it's your product your service all of that stuff. There's a bunch of other dimensions, of course. Um, communications being a big part of it too. Um, but yeah, you you, for example, we look at the space here. Uh, there's an intention behind us being here live in Vegas, right? Recording this in this professional studio because it does create a perception once right. again, and it does create a feel and a vibe for what we want to project, right? With our logo on a black screen behind us. Even the space with the foam for soundproofing, it's pretty dope to me. And yeah. it looks, it just looks good. It's not a Zoom podcast. Right. Now I have nothing against Zoom podcast and remote post podcasting. That is great. And it, it does, you know, it does allow to have guests right. uh, from multiple, like different time zones and stuff. Right. And you don't have to 
like we're batch creating because I don't live yeah. in Vegas, you know. You, so I had to fly out here, and we're doing twelve. It's, it's 12 pro, It's pros months. and cons, and we did we did evaluate like, okay, how do we want to do this? We said we should absolutely do a podcast, but how do we want to do it? And pretty like early on, I I came to you and I was like, dude, we should do it live. Like, yeah. I don't feel like I don't feel like doing the remote thing on Zoom, uh, yeah. unless unless we do invest in like pro gear and yeah. not necessarily pro gear. Cause it's, you can, you can make, but we didn't want to look gear. like zoom, yeah, you know, exactly. like the, the exactly. washed out look. And, and it's not, it doesn't have to be zoom. We're, we're mentioning zoom right. because that's what people use, but there's Riverside too. That does a much better job in terms of, of quality of image and sound. Of course, uh, we're aware of those, uh, for people who are going to jump on it. And be <laughs> like, well, you, that's because you're using zoom. This is so right. stupid. Uh, <laughs> No, it's just, it's, it's all, it's, a it's all about feel. a feel. Yeah. 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 So and that's why brand, in my opinion, once again, should tower over, uh, yeah. Well, there were all functions, but most functions. There was something too. So I was reading and I forget which one it was, but I was reading one of Marty Newmeyer's books who is mm -hmm. like our OG, like, man, we want to be there type level. Like the, the guru. Yeah. Yeah. The, like that's who cult. we learned from, the you know, guru of the brand cult. Exactly. But one of the things he said in, in one of his books and I, Again, I like read three of them back to back, so I don't remember which one it was, but he said this. He's like, the reason brand should be its own department and led by a CBO is that most CMOs have so much on their plate already yeah. that brand always gets pushed to the side and they don't have the time to invest in brand in what brand actually needs to be invested in. And, so, and could be. Yeah, and yeah. so he even gave the, the illustration of like, for most CBOs, think of brand as like a bunch of folders on the, the edge of your desk that you barely look at, yeah. you know, it's there, you know, you need to work on it, but you've got 500 other projects you're working on that are more immediate. And so this doesn't feel as important because it's a long-term yeah. strategy. You, you're not going to like invest in your brand and the next week you're going to start seeing changes. Yeah. And so it's more of a, ah, that's not important. And that's what happens in most, like most larger companies that have a CMO and a full marketing team is, Maybe they have a low level, like you're a brand marketer, which basically yeah. means I'm designing ads or I'm, you know, I'm doing, yeah. doing brand awareness stuff, but not really building the brand. Yeah. We all have those different definitions, right? Yeah. Always, always, especially in the marketing field, it feels like we're always trying to come up with a new term mm -hmm. for an old thing. Right. Um, and I'll be honest with you. I was wondering at some point if, you know, is it really worth it in a way to be like, yeah, I do brand only. And because that takes a lot of education uh, mm -hmm. also to explain to people what, what we're, what we're talking about right now. And yeah, I, I couldn't help but wonder like, are we just, are we just making something out of nothing? And it's, it's just an old thing. It's marketing. Right. But like basically to put an end to this conversation, I guess, because we're kind of right. going in circle now It's for me, if you consider marketing as only promotions and just go look at your marketing department, go look at your marketing guy on in your organization, what is he doing on the daily? What is he doing also short-term, mid-term, long-term? What are the goals? What is the plan? If it's, if 90% or more is catered towards, or even like 70% or more is catered towards communications and promotions, you'll know you have something that you can work on. Right. That you, you can do more, so you should invest in brand, in my opinion. Right. 
if you go and look at your marketing often is going to be a team that mm -hmm. does it, that does it right. Uh, quote unquote, it's going to be more than that. You're going to have people for promotion, people for price, people for product, people for place, or at least some sort of mix of that. Right. Then you're a little better off, but you still, in my opinion, once again, have to think about like having that like higher level guy that can oversee everything. Just mm -hmm. like you said with the Marty example of like, yeah, being able to make brand, make your brand what it can be. Right. That's it for me. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and to kind of wrap up my mm -hmm. thoughts on it too, like, I think even if you do have a good solid marketing team that is kind of doing brand, having, even if it's just a brand strategist yeah. on staff or an outsourced brand strategist, like, us, you know, like right. not to push our services, right. but like, you know, to have a, have someone that has that deeper understanding of brand and how mm -hmm. do you actually push a brand throughout the entire organization. Yeah. So if I call into customer service or if I come into the facility or if I'm like uh, onboarding or offboarding, like the kind of things that marketing doesn't usually touch. Yeah is it going to give that same perception that I see on your website? Cause if it exactly. doesn't, then what happens is there's a, there's a disconnect. lack of trust and, and yeah. disconnect. Cause you say on your website where this, but then I call in and you're clearly not. So now all of a sudden, like, I don't know if I want to work with it, you yeah, and you might be, right. you might be dumping millions into marketing, but if your product is crap, if your operations are crap, yeah. if your customer, and even, I guess I should say it this way, cause mm -hmm. I don't think most companies have, a crap product or crap right. customer service. Yeah. But if your product and your customer service and your operations aren't up to the exact same level as what you're putting out there, that creates a disconnect and that disconnect yeah. creates distrust. Yeah. And distrust is like, well, it's the worst thing. Man. Yeah, it, yeah, it really is. Like worst if thing. I don't trust you, I'm not going to give you my money. Yeah. And that's where I think brand comes in, whether you keep it. And I guess I'll say this, whether you keep it in marketing or you have a CBO, yeah. like an, an actual brand team, which is typically more in larger companies. Let's yeah. be honest. Like, yeah. realistically, that's, yeah, that's fair. it's not going to be in a small startup that you have a no. CBO and a CMO, you know? Fair. Fair. But I would say, like, whether you keep it in marketing or out of marketing, like, you need that person who can transcend marketing into other departments and say, hey, operations-wise this part sucks yeah. and people complain about it. So we need to bring it up to the level yeah. of that perception we're trying to bring and not be. And I think some of the kickback I've had is like, well, branders just go around and be like, this isn't on brand. You use the wrong font right. and color. And I'm like, yeah. you don't have a brand strategist then it's you a, have a brand marketer, yeah, you know, yeah. but it's part of it. It's part it, of the job. It, it really, yeah. it really is. But like, yeah. I think, I think where people would start seeing the value of having a CBO mm -hmm. is when you do go into operations and you clean up operations so that yeah. it, it comes to a new level. It's streamlined. It's a better experience. Right. And, and that's, what's, that's, what's going to bring you the revenue that only brand can bring. Like, like you know, it. yeah, I love look it. at, look at it. an Apple. Yeah. They, they line up around the it's, corner it's the environment, for their product, the product, the service. Love well, it, it. Love and, it. and one final thing, and then we'll be done. Right. If you think about Apple, one of the things they do in their stores is they will take their MacBooks and angle the screen at a certain angle. Like they literally have right. a device to put up against every MacBook to make sure it's on the, that right angle. Yeah. Reason being is you actually grab it 
and move it. Yeah. So now you're feeling it. And that's something that like, that's what I mean when I say a brander is going to think about the operational side. And that's everything that makes a difference. Apple can do that because their product is so slick. Right. Right. It has a certain feel when you open it and it does feel like this brushed, like yeah. type of, of fabric of material. Well, and I'm an eye whore, so not, <laughs> it's a it's it's a it's a Mac. You know, it's a yeah. it's a MacBook. It's not a shitty HP or whatever, right? Just to, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. well, and that and that's what we mean then about brand should help with product. Yeah, you know, because yeah. like because of the brand that they wanted, they said this is the style we need. And yeah. it's why, it's why it Apple led the prototyping of the, of, right. of the product just to, just to align with what the customer wanted. Right. And, and it's why they don't have like different, different brands that can have like, or, or taken uh, Apple MacBook and put a different operating system on it. It's yeah. why they own all of it yeah. because it's an experience. It's not like windows where you can get it on HP and a Toshiba and a Compaq, and I'm really dating myself because Compaq doesn't exist anymore. Right. Whatever those Adele, like you know, whatever disc, what, yeah, <laughs> gateway, um, whatever they, whatever computers they are, like Windows can be on anything. Right. Apple can only like the iOS can only be on an an Apple computer, right? Because of the experience, and that's where brand comes in to direct those decisions. Like, yeah. and most people don't think of it from that side. Is if a brand is, we're going to be luxury, and we want to have an, a seamless experience through the whole way. You can't outsource yeah. part of it. You have to own all of it. Yeah, own all and of so it. that was a brand decision. Yeah. That most most CMOS wouldn't have been. They might have been in the conversation, but they yeah. wouldn't have been able to make that final decision. It would have been on product. Yeah. Where for a brander, it's like, this is what we've decided. We can't do this because it doesn't fit yeah. the direction we're going. And so that's where I say brand should be outside of marketing to be able to make those Love it. bigger decisions. Love it. Yep. Yeah. And I realize we've been talking about activating the brand through dimensions it's kind of top level for the sake of this conversation of course so we do have resources on our website if you want to go check it out on shift.agency go check it out in the essays section Uh, we do also have other podcasts where we talk about it so yeah that's about it yeah Mm -hmm.